after further review as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. He is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valini is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Till the end of time. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. After further review, we got here going to be on the mic today, uh, Frank. So, uh, what's going on? Well, as you mentioned, I am on the mic for a district championship game that's going to be played at Bedford High School at the Corral, and it's going to be between uh, two downer league teams, Woodhaven and Gibraltar Carlson. I'll get more into how they got there in so, a moment but just, hold on hold on so actually the corral all, all for, actually hosts games yeah oh yeah we're actually I yeah know, hosting I, a district championship and i'll kind of i thought that i'll the get gym, into more i thought the gym was a little too small but hey <laughs> it's hosted championship games in the past the last time i was there for a boys district championship would have been in uh 2013 when uh bedford was playing a Milan team that had Nick Perkins and Latin Davis on it. <laughs> okay, nice. Yeah. So, kind of just going through what happened in uh, my area, just starting Division One, and a team that we actually beat this season is going to be playing for a championship tonight, Ipsy Lincoln. They're playing Belleville, Bill at Lincoln. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the rail splitters pull it off, but I'm not sure if uh, they got enough to beat Belleville because – I know Belleville, this isn't the most talented Belleville team from stuff I've heard from the uh, Coach Speak podcast done by uh, the Seidel brothers and uh, Josh Tropay, but who knows, it's March, anything could happen there. Mm -hmm. And the uh, District of Ann Arbor Skyline, a team that we've lost to twice by a combined eight points, Ann Arbor Skyline, they're playing Brighton, and that Skyline tonight, I think that'll be a pretty good game. And as well, another team in that bracket who we've played this season, uh, Dexter, and they smacked us both times. They they lost to Brighton by two points. Mm-hmm. So, by the way, who got all lead for Bedford? I noticed that was posted. Ah. Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, Andrew Hollinger was a unanimous first team all league. The big guy, uh, Griff, and uh, Griffin Wolf and uh, Caleb Kokendorfer were honorable mention. Uh, Griffin, I figured would get some recognition. Koki was a pleasant surprise, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but then again, I think he—I think it's more so that Koki does a lot of the little things. He's a good defender. He rebounds. 
he can pass the ball well, and he also set the school record for charges drawn this season. Nice. Now Hollinger is the big kid, right? Yeah, yeah. Andrew's a big kid. He will, he will be back next year. Here, so will Koki, so will Griffin, and also shout out to uh, Alex Birmingham for winning the SEC Red Sportsmanship Award. Hmm. I mean, Al, Al's been a senior captain for us. He hasn't played that much, but you know. Never complains about his role. He's a leader. He he play he plays hard when he gets in. He comes to practice every day. He's respectful to everybody. He's also, I believe, one of the top students in his class too. Oh, okay. So, and what's if get, Hollinger only plays it plays baseball too, right? Uh, Al Al, I don't believe plays baseball. I think he's also a tennis player. Hollinger is. No, no, no. And, oh, yeah, Andrew is right. The, baseball player. Andrew, I know, played baseball last year. I'm not sure. I don't know if he'll be out this year. Hope he is, though. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know because you know he could play some good. A- he could probably play some AAU. Yeah, yeah. And Griffin, I don't, I don't know if Griffin does any spring sports or not. Okay. And Koki, I, I can't remember what he does in the springtime. <laughs> okay. But anyways, yeah. kind of some other teams that we face this season. Uh, Ann Arbor Pioneer, they. The team we uh, split with, they lost to Celine by five in their district game, and Celine, who beat us twice, twice, they uh, lost to Belleville. And this was this actually, I noticed that Lincoln knocked off Ann Arbor Huron mm-hmm. on the district semifinals. That that to me is a real surprise. Because here, Huron was the SEC Red Champion this year. Mm-hmm. Here they had. Didn't have as much talent as last year, but uh, they were incredibly well coached. Really good group of guys. I, I'm kind of surprised that Lincoln knocked them off. So, but hey, it's March. Anything can happen, I guess. So that's just uh, some of the teams we've faced this season. And then in our district, which was just a four teamer, if I can get it to pull up on. Ah, here we go. We ended up uh, playing Woodhaven. We led into the second half. Problem was, this Eli Warren kid, he just took his game to another planet, and he just couldn't miss. We were, we had to play man on him. We were contesting everything, and Eric, you and I have said this. Sometimes you just got to shake the man's hand and say, nice shot. Especially in the tournament time. Oh, yeah, and he, he was. He you know, dropping 41 on us. Yeah, just thinking about this, though, Syracuse in the ACC tournament, David knows up there, they really dropped one on. Who Who did they drop that on Florida State? It gave them almost a 50-piece. They, but they couldn't they hit everything. They did fall the other night, though. Well, uh, figure that. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw what Iowa did to Northwestern, although that may have been Fran McCaffrey running up the score. Right, right. And they, put up a, they put up a hundo. Mm-hmm. And twelve, they but they had guys that were shooting from uh, the logo. Mm-hmm. But I, but anyways, and then of course the um, other game between Gibraltar Carlson and Monroe. This game was theater. Why was it theater? Or it was well, it was just guys getting up and down the floor. His career at Heidelberg University down at Tiffin, but also an exceptional person as well. One of the nicest kids I've ever district final. Oh, but it was that game. Holy smokes, that was a great one. And I mean, I've mentioned him and on Friday Night Victors as a football, a really good football player. Um, 
Braden Levis, their point guard. He's a little, little guy too, but he can that kid plays really hard. So I'm I'm hoping for a great game between two down river league schools and I mean Woodhaven besides uh, Eli Warren, who's a name everybody should know about, uh they got another good shooter too, uh, Ethan Chakowski. Uh if that name sounds familiar to anyone in the Down River area. I believe he had, he actually had an older brother who was a really good baseball player there. And they got a couple of decent big men too and a couple of good guards with Aaron Chapman and Javon Campbell. So I'm looking forward to a really, really great game tonight. So, right, and then also oh, in Division One and school that I've kind of been following just because I followed them in football, Riverview, and I unfortunately beat Bedford's girls on the mm-hmm. – Tuesday night in the first round of regionals and what was a really good game. And they they lost one to Allen Park in the semifinals and Mills and I was hoping that you would win and I was hoping that we could pull it out too in our district so we could beat them in the regional round, but it wasn't meant to be. And then uh, I think the toughest district that in Division One was one that Detroit Western you had River Rouge losing to Western in OT in the district final. This actually sounds like a football, a really good football matchup, but it's not a hardwood. Detroit King and Detroit Cast Tech. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, everyone knows they're blue bloods in football, but yeah. uh, King's actually considered one of the top teams in the state. But Cast Tech's no slouch either. This one, one should be a this one will be played at a uh, East English Village Prep Academy. Hey, Jim. So, anyone going to that one? I think that one's going to be a good show as well. Cast Tech has I'm a beautiful moving... high school, by the way. I'm sorry, what? They have a beautiful high school. Oh yeah, I've seen. I've seen the outside. It's actually kind of like right in the near uh, Little Caesars Arena. Mm-hmm. It is downtown, basically. And... Yeah, but anyways, I'm going to try and. Go through a couple in uh, Division Two, including uh, one actually up the road for me. That's gonna be a very interesting thing, and that is the district hosted at Milan, and the and the final tonight is gonna be part three of what I've considered Monroe County's version of North Carolina, Duke, Ida, and Dundee. That's where you used for, to be at, right? Yeah, well, that's where. I mean, by now, everyone knows that's where I announced. And there were, I think, the seniors on Dundee's team. Hey, I've, I've called their names before. Basically, but you I, went to Ida, though. So, yeah. basically, everyone thought you were a Benedict Arnold because you went over to Dundee. <laughs> and then Ida, of course, they've been, this, they've been an interesting story. They really started out struggling at the beginning of the year. They had guys who were out to injury and illness and then they started winning games and getting healthy. They, unfortunately they dropped their last two games to uh, Chelsea, who's really good and to Clinton. And they ended up beating uh, Jefferson and on Wednesday night in the semifinals. And then Dundee ended up beating Milan, which was really no surprise there. But here's another interesting fact for is that when Ida and Dundee played the first time, Ida didn't have a lot of their guys and they weren't fully healthy. And Dundee, of course, they were missing Alec Paul mm-hmm. to an injury. Then when they played again, obviously 
I had their their guys back. Dundee still had Alec out, and Zach Salmi, I believe, was out as well as an injury, so they didn't really have much in terms of big guys. Well, now you're getting to see both teams that are pretty much at 100% healthy, so get your popcorn ready for that one. And if you're going up to Milan, that's going to be a great game. Mm-hmm. Nice. And, then, and let's see, also – um, friend of the show, Chris Schultz, who's the athletic director at Dearborn Advanced Tech. His Lakers will be playing Dearborn Heights Robichaud pod tonight right, for a district championship. Robichaud always seems to have a good team. They're 16-3 and three on the year. Your Advanced Tech uh, started out the year. I guess they started out, uh, they were like only won like three games coming in, but they ended up winning the first round. And they beat Detroit Caesar Chavez. So now they got a shot at the championship tonight. Um, hopefully, hopefully they can pull it out, but it's going to be a tall order. Then um, another Division II district final. This one I think will be a good game. And Flat Rock is playing Romulus Summit Academy. And Summit is uh, one of the top, is actually a top 10 team in the state. Eight in Division Two. I actually saw them play when I was scouting Woodhaven. They're very, they're a very well coached team. Team. They got some athletes. They were without one of their big guys. I was told, but Hot Rock I think has some guys that they can counter punch with. Graham Youngie, who's only a freshman, mm-hmm. and who he really put a hurting on us when we played them and in January. Yeah, I think he's definitely going to have to have a big game, and especially a couple of their other guys too, uh, Rocco Breslin and uh, and Tim Murphy. Everybody's going to be have to step up in that one. Another couple others as well. Just pulling this up on the website. Uh, right in the district at Tecumseh. See, this was this one I thought was going to be a little bit of a Different outcome in the first round. Tecumseh, who we played, they ended up sharing the SEC white crown. They lost to Parma Western by 15. And then Parma goes and gives Onstead all they can handle. Onstead prevails 48-44. Or so the Wildcats will be playing Adrian tonight. And there's actually some star power in this game. Onstead has Aiden Davis little brother of Austin Davis, although I jokingly say little brother because he is not a little guy at all. Uh-huh. Well, he's 6'9", and he's actually – some are saying that he's actually got a lot better than what Austin was when he was a sophomore. All right, I, do, I do know that uh, Iowa has been looking at Aiden, so we'll see what happens there. Also, Dayton Hennigan, a senior who's – I think he's going to have to have a big game for the Wildcats. They're playing Adrian, who's got this jo- – Joe Francis kid who's been a highlight reel as well. Now that'll be a that'll be a fun game. game. And then also uh, oh, Chelsea. Yeah, I got to watch them play Ida. They've got this uh, Joey Cabana kid who gets he gets buckets. His Instagram handle is Joey Buckets. They're gonna be playing they're gonna be playing uh, an undefeated Williamston team at Fowlerville. So that should be a good one. I've, I, I do hope Chelsea does pull it off. I've met, like I, I mentioned him a little bit ago, uh, one of the hosts on the um, 
Coach Speak podcast that does like the Ann Arbor area basketball, Josh Trope. Mm-hmm. I met him. Really good coach. I was got to, I got a lot of respect for him. We, me and him got to talk a little bit about uh we'd face in districts and said, Hey, I think you got I like what you guys have got going on there. You're gonna be pretty good in a couple of years. So hopefully they pull it up, but we'll see what happens there. So Yep. And then we'll uh, go to Div- Division Three because there's a couple of teams I've got my eyes on there. I'm just waiting on that pull up. Uh, it's a game that's going to be played at Sand Creek High School, and it's uh, another uh, or, uh, part three between a couple of teams. Let's if I can uh, find it. Uh, yeah, there it is. It's a white Auto Lake Whiteford and Erie Mason. Oh, and for White Rat, uh, White... what's his face? Skaggs, B Rabbit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, well, Kevin Kevin is the uh, Kevin Skaggs is the head coach. Mm-hmm. He's, I think he's one one of the best. He's one of the best coaches in the area. They they ended up defeating uh, Monroe St. Mary's in the semifinals, and now they advance to the district round and. They're going to be playing Whiteford for that one, who ended up beating Adrian Madison. And Whiteford, of course, beat us to the season, which kind of raised a few eyebrows. But I mean, what? I think, well, I think Nick Ablos is starting to get the ball rolling there for the Bobcats. As they got, they got some decent players. There's a uh, Shea Ruddy, their point guard, multi-sport athlete, uh, Bull Gisagi, one of their guys. He's another three-sport guy, plays football, baseball. Oh, and then uh, Josh Hill, a shooter they have who comes off the bench. He's somebody you got to watch for, too. And when Erie Mason, they've got Carson and Casey Brown, uh, Mark Sweeney, Alex Langendorfer, uh, Trent Herrera, younger brother of Tanner Herrera, who I got had the pleasure of officiating in football and umpiring in baseball. Well, I think that that should be a good game. I know Erie Mason's beaten Whiteford twice, especially to a second time to win the Tri-County Conference Championship. So that's another one. Three times. It's hard to be a team three times. So that one will definitely be interesting. So that'll pretty much do it for my high school basketball recap. Whichever district people are going to, mm-hmm. have fun, enjoy the game, get your popcorn, support the concession stand. I know that's something that Darren Cole likes to say. Darren Cole, hey, so, oh, support the community. Yes, I've heard, I've heard him say how he likes to go in. Yeah, he eats popcorn. Yeah, I do the same. I actually do the same thing, too. Um, uh, actually, um, uh, we'll go to each place and just say who has the best popcorn. Uh, I would say Finley is not bad. These are the teams in the track. Um, and St. Ursa has pretty decent popcorn. I don't know if David does that or not go to the concession stands. David, you go to the concession stands. No, any time I go to the games, you know, I'm usually working, so I'll go to the media booth and, you know, <laughs> okay. No, you always got to support local, support the kids, mm-hmm. you know, give them a little donation, you know, give them a good job well done. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've, I mean, when I've gone to other SEC gyms, I've, I've had the popcorn at Dexter. They've they got some good popcorn. I mean, if you go to like a, in the LC. If you go to a game in the LCAA, I think Onstead has the best concession stand. 
Or if you're in the Tri-County, it's Erie Mason. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I, mean, I got to get a hold of Skaggs, uh, see if he's coaching in the AAU this year. The younger one, yeah. Rabbit. Alrighty. Anything else? I know you got you kind of okay. pretty much covered everything from Michigan high school uh, basketball at Michigan. Yeah, I pretty much did. I'm looking forward to being on the mic tonight. Also, I got I got to give a quick shout out to uh, some student sections, especially the Carlson Monroe game. Monroe student section. They were. I actually mentioned them on Twitter. It turned out they were dressed like uh, cowboys because of. Uh, Xander, Xander Milton's nickname is the Sheriff. Mm. So they were doing that for him. I thought that was pretty cool. And and Carlson's student session, the Marauder Bosch Pit, it did a whiteout. So and I even uh, called on a Woodhaven student section and said, "Hey guys, I really like the energy you brought. I want you to bring it all again tonight because that makes it fun." Mm. Nice, nice. So I mean, it's not especially since the. Uh, Last year we were doing this. It was COVID and couldn't be your there. Season, well, yeah, your season was late. Sections, their cheer, loud, proud. Just it just makes everything feel right. It, um, you also had basically what happened. You guys, season went all the way to about the end of March too. You guys had to start late because you had to remember. I think wasn't there a point where you didn't start till mid January or February the first of the first. Yeah, week? it was. Yeah, it was. In, yeah, last year was in February. Yeah, it was. I mean, granted, we did have a. We'll pause because of a couple of players getting COVID, but it only last a week, and we were able to make up the games. So, no, but I mean, as for kind of looking ahead to next season, uh, and we all we've got we got four starters coming back. We've got some, um, and we'll have a we'll be on the we'll be on the younger side too. We're supposed to have a we have a couple of incoming. At least one incoming freshman could be a contributor, but we'll see how summer ball goes. Oh, and hopefully the guys on JV who I've really I've been impressed with what they've brought to the table. I hope they can uh, continue to put the work in and get better. Who's that? Our um, our guys and our JV guys, and then maybe a couple of at least one one or two freshmen who can uh, and probably contribute next year. And one of them I mentioned, Carson Banky. He, he he's gonna he might have a shot at being point guard one, but uh, and I know that Jordan and uh, Coach Hubbard have said he's a gym rat. Well, <laughs> so. that's what you want as a as, on your team as a gym rat. And I never heard the term point guard one. Now it's P, it's QB one. Now there's point guard one. <laughs> I've heard it mentioned here and there, but I mean he's got he's got he's gonna have a shot at being a starter, but I'm hoping he can't. He goes, has a great summer, and puts some work in, and he's ready to go. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, he, and he's got basketball bloodlines. Too. Oh, he does. Yes, uh, both. Uh, I think he said uh, one one of his parents had uh, ended up playing at Concordia, and uh, his older sister Peyton is uh, she started for uh, the girls' basketball team too. Oh, nice, nice, real nice. I, I like that. Okay, cool. Um. Yeah. So, the job, Frank. Uh, baseball next. Uh, yep. Uh, my season will get going on uh, March twenty second with umpiring. <laughs> okay, and but I'm talking about for next segment, Major League Baseball. Oh. Uh, 
Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can probably do that till about three thirty. Oh yeah, that's perfect. All right, so we'll take a quick commercial break. And David, what's your? Give us a teaser on the baseball. Oh, does anyone really care that baseball is back now, or is baseball just dead? Yeah, a little pessimistic, don't you think? Jeez, I thought I was a pessimist of the group. <laughs> I mean, baseball did it to themselves, but. It seemed like there were some people that were actually excited about it, to be honest with you. I mean, Jeff Passon, but that's because that's his job. I mean, what else is he going to write about? Yeah, I guess you got the baseball. Yeah, that is true. So we'll take a quick commercial break. When we return, we'll talk a little uh, baseball. Major League Baseball had their lockout short kind of short lockout we're going to cancel the first two weeks of the season they kind of did but they'll be back i think i believe on april 7th to begin the spring training right away david and uh frank will talk a little bit about that and maybe david just says who cares about baseball i don't know listen to 88.3 uh after further review make sure you check us out on itunes and soundcloud wht's at the further review with a picture of frank basher and the horse's head and we return more after further review